self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are a conversation, conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are a conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode happy new year <laughs> on the 18th <laughs> yeah happy new year bitches <laughs> we have not put out an episode because Jen got some new job, new job responsibilities, and I have a new time zone. And that shit, clearly, they don't go together. Yeah. At it's, all. It's been a change. It's been a good change, but just we trying to get our shit together. So it's 8 o'clock in the morning for me while it's noon for her. Yes. Right. So look at her when when she get off of work. I'm in the middle of my work day. When yeah. I get off of work, she's about to go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a hard situation trying to figure it out. And then on Saturday, we normally do the podcast in the morning. But the morning for me is like 6 a.m. when we used to do it. So I ain't trying to get up at 6 for that. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know if today marks the day where our podcast gets on track and we move forward like we need to, or if this is just a good moment that we have to do it, and it's still going to be hard as hell to get this thing cranked out. Um, This is something I didn't think would be an issue, but it's it's a little difficult to navigate. Yeah, and it doesn't help that, yeah, my job is different, which I would have thought would have been a good thing but because it's different i have other stuff <laughs> added on <laughs> so um yeah we still figuring it out man yeah. life happens we are um but you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity and one of these days i'm gonna start back posting shit because i realize it's i don't even know the last time i posted something on instagram i'll be on that though that's the thing i'll be on instagram i just don't be posting <laughs> i just be lurking in the background and shit um but yeah uh, if you have a we're still doing a listener later portion of the show um, if you have uh, Reddit or questions, concerns, whatever you would like to send to us, you can send to us through our, our social media that we just listed. Or you can find us uh, on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, or send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. And we got a backlog of, of letters. <laughs> we do, because Colin keep up with the move, and I appreciate that. My I do, God. yeah. It's a good thing. So, um, this one comes from January 1st, uh, episodes 262 and 263, Happy New Year. What is good, y'all? So, first, I need to say my bad, as I forgot to get this in before our last show of 2020, LOL. So, like Mr. On Point, I'm not the only one that needs to get my shit together. <laughs> um, Rapid fire topic responses. Tanga egg. Come on, Red. You know, in addition to meat positivity, we believe in no kink shaming. Let that man live his best meat beating life. I ain't kink shame him for the egg. I just know the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. I might have felt a little shamed. You don't feel shame. You are correct. <laughs> but 
I know when I'm supposed to feel it, and I can <laughs> use it against people if I ever deem it necessary. Not me, though, because I know you don't feel shame. I know. I'm just saying, outside of you, <laughs> I fuck with it for, you know, purposes that I need it. <laughs> Sandwich first bite. You got to at least ask. As long as you ask, I'll say yes, but just biting it? Nah. Oh, that's that story about that woman that was biting the sandwich so that she could be there with him when he ate his food. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uppercut. If that worked for them, you know, I wouldn't do it because it's just fucking weird. Why am I biting the sandwich? What if I just want it? What if I want it? What if I'm not full enough because I'm missing one bite of sandwich? What if I, I just want it? Just one more. What are the odds? <laughs> that that man. one bite. <laughs> Every sandwich I eat. I finish it. So that means that either it was enough or I pressed it in. But who knows? Maybe it was just enough. And one bite more, one bite less wouldn't have been I wouldn't would have been too much or too little. I, the way you make your sandwiches, you'll be all you'll always be okay. I always make two sandwiches and eat seventy five percent of it. So you gonna always be good. Yeah. And I ain't never gonna let no woman make my sandwiches. No, you make your own. That's what I'm saying. Your sandwiches, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know why. I just don't understand why dudes be fighting so hard for women to do shit for them. <laughs> I don't understand. Misogyny is the way it's always been. It's just the expectation. Like, my dad on principle, because he one of them old school niggas. Like, his mentality is anything in the house is woman's work. Anything outside of the house is man's work. So it don't matter what the fuck it is. It don't matter how much sense it would just make for him to just do it. He's not going to do it if it's inside the house. Because he's not supposed to. He will go use every fucking dish in that kitchen and not clean it. Because it's woman's work. <laughs> man. You so, this debate on Facebook. They be talking about you know, whose who's plate do the woman fix first, her husband or her kids? Man, you will fix them goddamn kids' plate and leave my shit alone. <laughs> All right, I don't, I make, I put my food on the plate in a very specific order. You know what I'm saying? I need to choose when I scoop my greens out how much juice that I want to be in the plate circling around the edge of the damn plate touching the rest of my food. I don't need you making that determination. If I got a piece of fried chicken, I don't need collard green juice rumming down the bottom of it, fucking up the crispiness of the shit. You're an anomaly, though. This is a training scenario. Like, if you're going to fix my plate, I got to train you about what's important. (laughs) I want my cornbread to sit on the food, the top of the food that got the less juice on it. Don't put it on the plate by itself so that it can get the bottom of it can get wet. Don't do that. Like there's there's order to this shit. There's order that plate shit. And you know what? It's just easier for me to make my own plate than to let somebody else make it. And it's just lazy not to make your own plate because somebody else can do it. It's off principle though. I'm telling you, it's it's literally off of principle. It's because they've been told by their dads and their moms in some cases, because women perpetuate this shit too. That she's supposed to fix your plate, and if she don't fix your plate, then you need to find another woman, and all of this shit. It just be off of off of general principles, off of GP. Mm, that's that's what I feel. Like it's not not because it actually fucking matters, and they probably would prepare prefer to prepare their own plate so they could prepare it the way they want to. But off of principle, she's supposed to do it. 
just what it is. Stupid, but it's what it is. It's horrible. But whatever. Next, dog licking and other mouth sounds. You and me both. Misophonia. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I can't stand that. It just does something to myself. I don't want to hear. And it ain't even just the dog. I don't want to hear people eating sounds. Like, close your mouth. Why are you making all of this noise while you eating? Close your fucking mouth. Because when I eat, I'm silent as fuck. <laughs> But because the, I don't want to hear myself do it. Like, I, it's that deep. Like, I don't even want to hear me doing it. I hate mouth sounds. I cannot you know, see Mouths come in different shapes and sizes. You know, some people got big-ass tongues I that mean, can't even be in their mouth while they food in their mouth. So they got to open their mouth up to damn be able to chew the shit without we, suffocating. We don't need to break bread together. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. It, it, it really, like, fucks with me. Like, I cannot. Remy... And me, the most that I yell at him about is licking. And it isn't because he, I don't feel like he should be licking himself or, or oh, it's nasty. I don't like the sound. If he could lick himself quietly, I'm going to give a fuck. Lick all day. My nigga, lick away. But because it make that lick sound, and he get right beside me on to do this shit. Motherfucker, if you don't get on somewhere, <laughs> stop this. I can't stand it. I hate it. It's, ugh. Ooh, it I just it puts me in a bad place. I just I can't. I would rather like eat separately from my husband. Like if it's gonna be a big deal for you to like not eat with your mouth closed because whatever, that's cool. We just ain't gonna be able to eat in the same room. <laughs> Cause I can't. I can't. It, I just I can't take it. And I don't know what I'm gonna do when I have a kid because I know they make noises with the bottle and I don't know how that's gonna work out. Like. Suckle quiet. <laughs> Put him to sleep. <laughs> Two piece. I'm not gonna punch my kid out. <laughs> they already hey. made a nothing. A baby is already just a sack of nothingness. Like I'm not gonna do that shit. I'm just saying. I'm putting options out there. I ain't That's... really assessing how realistic <laughs> or morally sound they are. You're it's all... an option. Okay. Tell me it ain't an option. It's people that do that and they end up with DHR cases. Which makes <laughs> or CPS or yeah, DICE, depending on where in the but country you at. <laughs> you get caught punching the baby. Do other Michael, Michael's wife, do y'all have like CPS, uh, like child protective? Like if a parent is, is an unfit parent, do y'all have like a department that like handles that shit? Because here's a bunch of, it's, D, it's DHR here in the South, but it's also CPS, it's DIFAS, Department of Family and Children's Services, I think is what DIFAS is, but, or DFACS. But yeah, I just want, do other countries have that? Like, do they have where you get your kid taken if you're out here doing some fuck shit? <laughs> if you get caught. If you, I mean, stop that. That's What? <laughs> I don't condone that shit. I work with kids. And yeah, some I mean some kids need to be punched in the face, but you shouldn't do it. Because they kids. <laughs> a general principle. Yeah, if you're an adult and they are a child, you should not punch your child. You should you supposed to be the one that has the control. You don't punch a kid. All right. Even if they deserve it. 
Yeah, because in Karate Kid, I just watched Cobra Kai. I just started watching it at the beginning. He just whooped all these kids' ass in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) I know he didn't know they were kids, but that don't matter. (laughs) It don't matter to the law. Your ass is grass. Yeah, pretty much. You know, he whooped whooped four kids. Grown man, and he went to jail for 20 minutes. Boy, (laughs) you can't assault four minors at one time. This it was crazy. What was his next one? Let's continue. Xbox Game Pass. Great deal. If you don't already have it, hit me up. Yo. Hey. Your <laughs> Game Pass going out. You need yeah. to re you know you need to renew your damn Game Pass. I mean, I so the reason why is because I really haven't been playing my Xbox. Because I've been playing that Phoenix Rising. Look that fucking game. If y'all have not played Phoenix, because you can play it, it's on all of the consoles. I will start playing it and be like, I'm just going to do this one mission. And then it's four hours later. <laughs> mm. It's so dangerous because it's so easy to just go from thing to thing. Like when you complete this mission, you get this other mission and it's like, oh, go ahead and finish that mission. And four hours later, it's dark outside. <laughs> I done wasted my whole fucking, I'm supposed to be doing adult shit around the house. I would go clean and shit and sat on the couch playing this goddamn game. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that for a while, like just that. And I and I have that on my um Switch Lite. So I ain't even been playing I ain't even turned my Xbox on in forever. But I need to. I need to get back at it. So Colin, holla at me <laughs> about this. Damn guy. shame. This game pass. <laughs> it's a goddamn shame. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Let me live. Next. Hawaii. If you're looking for some deliciousness, let me know. You got to hit up the white shrimp truck on North Shore in Kahuku. Don't go to Giovanni's. It's just popular because of the name. Also, my personal favorite beach is Three Tables Beach on North Shore and Pupakia as well. You going to take surfing lessons? Hell no. <laughs> North Shore. Now I know this is a different question than North Shore, but North Shore. So there's every beach got its own waves, right? And the waves are ridiculous, like at some beaches. And North Shore got killer nigga waves. <laughs> North Shore, they just had to save somebody from North Shore. These people be bold, like I can surf these waves and then be stuck in the water for goddamn three hours till a helicopter gotta come get your ass, risking other people's lives. Can't you take surf lessons other where the the waves are? Yes, yes, yes. But see, me and water just don't have a good relationship. I can't swim. That's the only reason. Because if I could swim, I think I would. I would take surf lessons, the black people version. Because I don't trust the ocean. So, like, I just want to be able to, like, I want to be still close enough to the shore. <laughs> Have I told you about my ocean nightmare? Oh, fuck. No. Your it's shit not... don't be regular, so that's why. Well, don't nothing really happen in the dream. But in the dream, I can breathe underwater. Oh. And. you Gucci. I'm in the middle of the ocean, like the deep sea, where all of these creatures are just floating past me. They ain't doing nothing to me or nothing, but you it just looks... You underwater. You good. What, what? That's the main thing that fuck niggas up if they get lost at sea is that they drown. 
<laughs> no. What fuck people up is the massiveness of these creatures that be floating around them. They don't expect. That's my problem in the dream. The dream is that this big ass fucking building size thing with an eyeball is rolling right by me, looking at me, and a giant one eyed squid is just like flo- doing this tentacle thing, floating by me. <laughs> And every other creature you could think of, anglerfish, anything that I don't ever seen is oh, sharks. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there standing watching all these things going by and they looking at me. They ain't doing nothing to me, but they looking at me. And that's just creepy. I mean, I can see that. And I don't know. Just that's a part of it. But the other part is I just don't like, I don't care about the water like that. <laughs> and you know what? If I did care about the water, I don't want to get, I don't want to stand on a stick. While the water moving, why? <laughs> why would I? That's what surfing is to me. I mean, okay, I know it's a board. You know what I'm saying? I know they craft them to float and shit. But like, you still is just standing on a stick on the water, like that shit. People, I look at it like water skateboarding. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just skateboarding on water. <laughs> me and gravity got the same relationship as me and water, and hence I don't skateboard. Hence, I ain't finna surf. I mean, I don't skateboard. I I skate. Um, I used to. Me and William, when William lived with me, we used to roller skate. Ain't no um, telling what I'll do if I fuck around and lose some weight. I might do shit differently. But right now, <laughs> all it takes is a bad fall. From I feel like a bad fall will trigger a heart attack or something. Crack Yo. my ribs and puncture my damn lungs. <laughs> you know what? I used to hear thirty somethings talk about they body changing when I was in my 20s and be like, they so fucking dramatic, but they not. They not. I'm 36 and I had a training at my job. We have to do, um, it's basically um, in case somebody get out of hand, like the most uh, safe way for you to, um, to manage them. So, you know, we had to learn all of these moves and shit about if somebody was coming at you trying to do this and that, you know, and one of them, it was basically you you had to do a squat. And I realized that my knees have not done that in quite a while. <laughs> and so everybody in there is in like 30 plus. And so everybody creaking and groaning <laughs> when we got to this particular one. And I'm just like, you know what? I used to be like, they so dramatic. Like 36 is not that old. I still don't think that I'm old. But my body is 30. It's been on this planet for 36 years. My body been through 36 years worth of shit. And it's mm-hmm. just starting to show. <laughs> because doing physical shit now, I'll be like, whoo. <laughs> like, I be feeling all young and shit till I have to actually do something physical. So, like, I'm saying all of this shit about surfing. But I feel like if I actually attempted to do that shit, my body would be like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> You should have did this shit when you was younger. Like, you really trying to break into surfing at 36? Like, this what you really think we finna do? We're not finna do this, ma'am. Go get back on the shore and walk the beach. <laughs> get out this yeah. water. That's why, like, have you seen the Busset Challenge? I have. That's, yeah, that's knees central. Yeah. No, I can't. My, it's. Yeah, man, it's, I, I still don't feel old. I still haven't even found a gray hair yet. And I've been looking because everybody around me has grays. And I'm like, I got, it's got to be some. But, and it's not because my hair is red before anybody, because I got black roots. So I, I could see the shit if it was there. I haven't seen any yet. Every time I think it's one, it'd be Remy hair. 
Because it's just for his wife. Gray hairs can hide now. I got a gray hair, hair down in the bottom of my beard. I ain't seen him about I eight months. Listen. I ain't trying. I ain't going on a seek and find mission. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if it's in the front and I see it, it's cool. But, like, I hadn't seen it yet, so I'm all right with that. So I don't feel uh, old until I see, like, do some physical shit. Or, like, I saw the busted challenge and I was like, they fucking crazy as shit. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to get down on my knees. <laughs> Listen, man, when we born, we start to die. That's just the reality <laughs> of it. It's a slow, grueling process. <laughs> but, I mean, you have some good moments in it and shit, but at the end of the day, when you're born, you start to die. And at a certain point, you start to deteriorate. <laughs> I guess it's, that's about 30. Your cells start saying, you know what? I don't want to create no hope, no color in this hair strand specifically no more. <laughs> so I, I'm out. <laughs> All the other hair follicle cells throw a party for them. All right, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for fucking putting color in this hair next to me. Yeah, man. It's my time. And then just go. Like, that's how slow we start to die. We die cell by cell, goddamn. <laughs> that shit creep up on you, too. Like, you just be good. One, I feel like I was good one day, and then one day I was like, whew, I'm winded <laughs> for no reason. Like, you just get off the couch and, and be creaking and shit for no fucking reason at all. It, it just, it's, uh, it's bananas. And like I said, I used to be one of them people like, 30-somethings are so dramatic. No, it's for real. <laughs> Like your body be like, no, we're not gonna do all these things we used to. You need to calm down, <laughs> relax, go take a walk. Mm. I can still walk. I still do that. That's about it, though. <laughs> so the busted chat. Oh, and thank you so much on point because now my life is dominated by TikTok. Because you, I should have stayed off of that fucking. I should never have created a fucking login for that shit. I Listen. get like that's another thing I'll get like I'll be start I start watching one TikTok and now it's got an algorithm and it knows the kind of stuff that I like to watch and again I look up and it's dark outside I mean <laughs> but you enjoy it the videos are hilarious people are I know. so and all of the and I watch all the animal videos all these people with pets and it's all so relatable because Remy do some of the same shit and I just four hours later. Like fuck, on fucking TikTok. <laughs> That's what happens. I love TikTok. It's so much shit. It's so much good information, man. When the Capitol riots, which we're gonna talk about, happened, it the videos and just the creativity. Like I have seen and saved so many of those videos about the Capitol riots. Those people are so it, like white people and black people. Like, the black people videos have been funny, but there's been some white people that I've been like, look at, okay. <laughs> All right. Ally. <laughs> <Am I? laughs> Man, it's, it's addictive. But, you know, I'm not going to surf because I I just feel like I don't do nothing I don't want to do. I went to a meetup with people that were new people. And they were like, you going surfing? I was like, nope, not interested. And they were like, no, oh, man, you got to go surfing, man. Why are you not going surfing? That's the first thing I did when I got here. I, was like, I don't give a fuck what you did when you got here. I don't want to surf. I don't want to surf. Like, people be trying to get you to do so much shit, man. Has your girlfriend, are we using her name? We'll say your girlfriend. Has she surfed? 
cat with his name. She, okay. I don't know. I don't think so. No, she. Oh, so. I'm surprised. She seems like she would be a surfer kind of girl. She done everything else in the water. Oh yeah, snorkeling and <laughs> all that other shit. That's why I'm surprised she hadn't surfed. I would have thought she would have surfed. Did you? How you gonna surf? How would you surf anyway? What you mean? You won't even shoot pool because you talk about you uncoordinated. You gotta stand <laughs> on a stick in the water. <laughs> water ain't your friend. <laughs> water move around shit. <laughs> like you I have said to... I would try it. I didn't say I would become a surfer. <laughs> your legs have to have a level of balance. You see how that motherfuckers be having their arms up in the air? That's because they got to balance left, right, left, right on yeah. the water, on a stick with wind conditions. I mean, I feel like I ride a bicycle. I got enough balance to do that to like keep the bike level. Riding a bicycle is you on the solid ground. Like you imagine you think you'd be able to ride the you think you'd be able to ride a bike if the ground was waving back and forth? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> You'll die. I said I would try surfing. I didn't say I would become a surfer. I said like snorkeling is something I've always wanted to try. Like I would try these things just because I was there and had the opportunity to. I don't I, they wouldn't become parts of my normal routine for sure. But I'm I would afraid, try. I'm afraid that I will wash out, fall into the water, and forget which way to breathe. <laughs> and I'll breathe in as soon as the water <laughs> hit me. And now you're dead. Because you just sniffed, you just coke snorted water. Salt water at that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna I mean, die and be seasoned well while you're doing it. <laughs> way my look is that shit will probably happen to me because I am coordinated and I you know Physical activities have never really been my shit, you know. Uh, hiking is the closest that I've gotten to being able to do something physical that I still enjoy doing. And I, you know, go on hikes with, with Remy. But that's been it. Anything else that I've tried physical, I just ain't coordinated enough for it. So I said I would try it. I didn't say. Your instructor going to say, you just came here to get body slammed by the water over and over, <laughs> didn't you? What the hell? I mean, because look, I went. I've gone um, ziplining, me and my, um, and we did like a, a high course, me and my cousin. So, like, I'll try stuff once. <laughs> I don't want to be the example, man. I'm too big for some shit. I'm too big for some shit. Ziplining, you know how much velocity and speed me ziplining will pick up? I don't know if the zipline only use gravity or if there's something in the zip line that restricts you from going a certain speed or whatever? No, it don't. Because they tell you when you get... So, it's certain stuff you have to do to try to slow yourself down as you're coming to the, the platform. So, no, it ain't... It's all gravity. Like, there's I am going to tell my whole bottom side of my body and somebody's <laughs> platform trying to stop. And I just, I just don't want to have to call my family and say, yeah, I lost my legs to zip lining, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's completely all you because like you have to do like it's like a starfish move that you do. You have to do a bunch of stuff to like create drag so that you can slow down as you're coming up to the platform. And if you don't do those things, you just gonna <laughs> listen. You got you got to be a big person to notice. Y'all skinny motherfuckers always love trying to get a big nigga to do shit. Y'all have to notice about being big. All right, <laughs> if you do something big and you successful. They be like, damn, he did that shit that three hundred pounds. If you do some shit that 
and you big and it's unsuccessful, they're gonna say, Why his big ass was doing that damn shit anyway? They didn't know his big ass ain't got no business surfing. They didn't know he ain't got no his big ass ain't got no business zip lining. As soon as my legs broke, they're gonna say, What your big ass 325 pound doing zip lining? What your 320? You ain't never seen a fat nigga on a skate on a surfboard. Not true, Jonah. Um, what's the, the the dude from um Super Bad? Jonah Hill. He's skinny now. He ain't. I mean, he's smaller than he was. Let's not he's get skinny, crazy. but he got fat face. He so it's hard to skinny. tell. He's not skinny. He's smaller than he was for sure, but he's definitely not. Skinny. He's little with fat man flap. <laughs> no, look at him. And the reason I say this is because. When he's doing the surfing, he's in a wetsuit, and you can see he's still not—he's not skinny. <laughs> he's see, not skinny, but he's still white fat though. What does that mean? <laughs> white fat ain't really fat. It's just like uh, it's like this layer of like uh, jello. <laughs> it's like this layer. It's like go on YouTube and find uh. There's so many chubby white men that just be doing all these Asian looking flips, kick flips and shit. Cause they fat don't weigh nothing. They just, it's just they like a Pillsbury dough looking motherfucker. That's I cannot. His fat don't weigh nothing. <laughs> it's like they they be they be that big and still be squeezing into a one X goddamn polo. Pink polo shirt and shorts. Unfortunate too. But you really shouldn't do that. Okay, so he the only one. If he is, it ain't like it's a plethora of fat motherfuckers out on the surfboards. Yeah, because he don't reason for that. that popped in my mind. And that's because he surfs a lot. Like it's a lot of pictures of him in wetsuits on the board. Like <laughs> it's a reason for that. Okay. I don't know a reason, but I just assume that fat niggas don't do well on the surf. <laughs> Wait, but do Okay, so Samoan people are not like skinny people. Don't they? Don't they serve? Don't Samoan people serve? I don't know. I feel like I Samoan know. people serve. I know they be in the water. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Any Samoan people that are listening, <laughs> let me know. Do y'all serve? Is that a thing? No, I don't I even want to like ask. Do. I don't even want to ask a Samoan person because I wouldn't want to offend them. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Were you like kind of cut off when you were? You don't yeah. want to because you don't want to offend a Samoan person. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They might be like, "That's white folk shit." They came and oh. stole this from us. Don't oh. ask me them questions. Oh yeah. True. I, I don't, don't know. know. I feel like, and maybe I'm only thinking of because of Moana. <laughs> My reference is Moana. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not what you want to use as your pivot point. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Moana is what I'm basing this off of. Uh, what's, what's, Maybe I'll go surfing at some point. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just don't want to stand on a stick in the water, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> As for a few other things for this week's podcast, here's a Reddit post and a news article. So the news article is that Lewis Hamilton is knighted in UK's New Year honors list. Um... This is a Formula One racer or driver that 
has been speaking out against racism in the UK. Now, what is a knighthood? What does what do you what does it mean when you're knighted? I don't think it really means anything. I mean, I think it used to mean something, but like now I think it's just I don't think it means anything. Hey, I'm gonna see if I can share it. I'm gonna share my screen so you can see his picture. He looked like uh Latino Omarion. <laughs> what? <laughs> can you see my screen? I can't see it. It's just black. It's just black. Yeah. Switch screen or window. You still can't see that shit? Uh-uh. I just Google what? Oh, there he is. Oh, you know what? He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Oh, that's that's one of the. I know, right? <laughs> That's one of the things where you say it and you can't conceptualize it, but when you see it, you'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. He does. <laughs> I don't think knighthood, let me see. I don't think it means anything now. I think, and they still do it, and I feel like, you know, for certain people. Can you, like, be at a bar and and be like, I've been knighted, bitch. I mean, I'm sure drink. you could. Nobody gives a fuck, though. <laughs> I guess people who be knighted don't need shit like that. Don't want to use shit like that. Not this soon. Yeah, let's see. Current. I tried to do current knighthood, maybe. Because okay. um, Anna Wintour was awarded a... Michael Caine, Anthony Hopkins, Elton John, Mick Jagger. All the British people we know in America, basically. Yeah. But they it's think like an it's Elba, one of them hoes. So it's an honorary knighthood. So let's see. Honorary. I don't think it mean anything. I think it just... I feel like it mean the same shit as like, uh, you know how people be getting these degrees? Uh-huh. I feel like it's like that. Like, the people who get these honorary doctorates from these schools, they don't really mean anything. It's just... Yeah. I guess if you let it go to your head, it can. Yeah. I got a doctorate from Berkeley, but that's only because you rich. Yeah. You need to do anything for it. Oh, wait. Okay, so... Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Dwight D. Eisenhower all became Knights of the Grand Cross of the Most Honorable Order of the Bath. What the hell does that mean? I don't fucking know. <laughs> we so informal here, man. We, we the ghetto <laughs> trash of the world. They got formal ass names for shit. And... Bill Gates and his wife got knighted. Uh, Billy Graham, J. Edgar Hoover, Bob Hope. Angelina Jolie, Ralph Lauren, yeah, Steven Spielberg. I don't think it means nothing. I think it means like them honorary degrees that you get from schools that mm-hmm. these actors get. Like you can't get a job with it. Like I feel like it's just, it's just an honor that was bestowed on you, but it don't really mean shit. You can't do nothing with it. I think. Yeah. Um, Michael and Michael's wife. <laughs> Let us know if we're wrong. <laughs> if y'all know, I don't even know if that. I mean, I don't think anybody. 
I, I think it's just an, an honor to get it. I don't think it does anything for you. I guess you mm-hmm. could go into a, a bar and be like, I'm a knight, bitch, but I don't think nobody would care. <laughs> I'm a dame, motherfucker. Give me another drink. Cranberry yeah. and vodka, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, they put out a uh, drive for Mercedes and they did an all black car t- for in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Cool that they did that, but yeah, I don't know that it means anything. But he does look like the the description you gave oddly works. <laughs> yeah, that's it's weird. Um next we got a Reddit post okay. from Colin from his favorite subreddit. Dead bedrooms. Dead bedrooms. Mm. All right, broke up with five Broke up with fiance of six years last month. Spent New Year's with a total stranger, and I've never felt better about myself. Why the fuck were y'all engaged for six years? That's what Colin said. He said, <laughs> Colin's comments. First of all, what the fuck are you doing engaged for six years? But anyway, <laughs> no sex for six months before I ended things. No amount of conversations or attempts to make things better work. She has zero interest in sex or physical touch anymore. It absolutely destroyed my confidence, and I spent the whole time thinking I was incredibly undesirable and was so depressed I had to cut it off. Been working on myself since. Met a beautiful girl in a local cafe two days ago, clicked with her, and mustered up the courage to ask if she wanted to go on a walk the next day. I thought, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? We had arranged an hour walk to get to know each other very casually just for a a chat. We clicked so well that we canceled our plans so that we could spend the whole day and bring in the new year together. We drank champagne, talked about life, and shared interests complimented and touched each other and had mind-blowing sex neither of us have any expectation of where this friendship relationship will go and that's fine but feeling wanted and desired again is absolutely amazing um, my self-esteem and confidence in my looks and body have never been higher don't settle for a sexless relationship you all deserve better it's crazy how this subreddit just is a support group for people who ain't getting sex <laughs> basically yeah and this like is a flex like this a flex this a dead bedroom flex I don't know if this is good <laughs> or bad like people I wonder how people look at this kind of post I don't, I don't know oh this says good on you for not marrying into a dead bedroom this I mean obviously a... it wasn't working out if y'all were engaged for that amount of time that's kind of ridiculous how long are you supposed to be engaged? What's too if, long? You, if you ask me to marry you, we get married within six months. Six months? Because I don't need a wedding, so. Okay. Well. I give a year. Like, I don't think a year, because when people planning out weddings and shit, like, you have, it does take a little while. So, like, a year, I feel like, is reasonable. Beyond that, I'm looking, I'm side-eyeing y'all. Like, so, y'all how long do they got to be in a relationship with you before they ask you to marry them? At least a year. At least a year, but what's the most? I mean, it depends. I don't know. It depends on the dude. So you can date him for six years, but you can't well, be engaged for six years. I wouldn't date nobody for six years, especially not a date. Let, let me take it back. At this age, where I'm at right now, a year. Because <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> too old for this shit. In You're my not 20s, old. Well, um, it. I'm not old, but I'm older as it pertains to like dating and getting married and having kids and shit. So like, and we ain't gonna be doing six years. Six years from now, I'll be fucking what forty two? Like no. Um, but 
in my like early like in my 20s i i mean maybe i would have dated for longer than a year but not six definitely not no fucking six what the fuck are we dating for six years six years the fuck is that oh no we could have been combined households and and be helping each other and shit like the fuck no no that's crazy (laughs) but no if you ask me to marry you you better be prepared to marry me because we the shit is happening this being engaged for two three years is fucking ridiculous to me i get when people have a wedding and i I, we wouldn't even do a year because i don't plan on having a wedding i get planning a wedding because you know getting venues and shit that it'd be nine ten a year out before you can even book it so i get that part but like six years is fucking ridiculous it's no fucking way so i wonder what happened in them last six months that she decided she didn't want to. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And last but not least, Red, because you acknowledge the commitment to meat positivity and meat-related puns, I am hereby issuing a moratorium on meat-related titles for 30 days. You will not see another meat-related title to an email until February, which also happens to be Black History Month. But before I go, I saw a meme online that said, after COVID and working from home, we should start calling in-person meetings, meetings. You know how that spell. Happy new meat. Scratch that out. Year, y'all. Colin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we got the next email from Colin. Let's go. Let's do it. It's titled 2021 WTF Man. What is good, y'all? Without a new episode this week, I thought I would check in with all this madness going on, and I'm hoping there's a new episode this week. How y'all feeling after watching that shit show last week at the Capitol? Anyway, at least for now, here's a Reddit post. Let's go ahead and talk about the Capitol. I mean... Dude. (laughs) Like... And we talked about this off the off the show, and I said this. I am not surprised that these white people did this. I'm surprised at what the length at which it was accepted that they did this. Like they were taking selfies with police officers. Like nothing happened to them. Like now they're like prosecuting them, the ones that they can find, which is not hard because a lot of them were giving their names and shit because they really were not afraid of what they were doing. And it just, that's what fucked with me, was just how accepting the police were of this. <laughs> Why are you surprised? Ain't the police the same ones that used to wear clans masks? Like, they used to be clansmen. True. I what don't know. Made, I just didn't like, police it. officers, a lot of them represent the most extreme individuals in our society. Keep seeing... Police officers that's a part of these supremacist groups and stuff getting outed and thrown out there. It ain't like it's a lot. It is. I guess I just they were basically having tea and crumpets. Like it, it, <laughs> there are videos that are, it's just and you can see. Did you see the video where they basically like let them in? Yep. Like I. Uh, it was just amazing to watch. It wasn't surprising, but it was at the same time. I don't know. I 
It's ridiculous. I just don't. You know, it just shows. I'm sure it showed a lot of people what privilege looked like. Oh, Spending yeah. all of that time watching those protests during uh, George Floyd's murder and whatnot. And but then, they burned down a target. They didn't burn down anything. They were burning down targets. That was the pushback that the people were still trying to give behind that shit. Bro. They, they were calling them protesters for so long. Yeah, they were. Nobody called them rioters. Nobody wanted to call them terrorists. Which they were. It's uh, it's just crazy to me how they had turned out. But it ain't surprising. White people entitled, entitled enough to feel like some part of this political structure ain't fair because it didn't turn out the way they wanted it to turn out. It don't got nothing to do with the reality. They just didn't like how it turned out. That lady who got uh, maced. That video <laughs> of Elizabeth from Tennessee. I watched that video so many times because the audacity. She really was surprised that she got mace for trying to break into <laughs> like the lady with be... the towel on her face. The one had the um keyboard, uh, the little keyboard scarf on, and she was like, um, I got like a foot in the door. And they were like, well, what were you oh. doing? We were storming the Capitol. <laughs> I just don't know what their plan was supposed to be. She was so surprised that she got maced and just was appalled. <laughs> but it's like, what did you think? <laughs> you were breaking the law, man. The crazy is, it's not like it was a heist. It's not like they were going to grab a trinket and this trinket, you make a wish on it, and you wish for how many electors vote for this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stupid that they went to the place and put the people's lives in jeopardy that made the decisions and thought that it would do something. I, I really, because I, I want to know what the, the game plan, like, what did they think? What was their, like, what outcome were they hoping for? Like, that they were going to be like, okay, Biden's out. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's like the dog, the dog caught the car, caught up with the car and didn't know what the hell to do with it once he got to it. <laughs> all that fuss and all that noise and didn't even have a plan to execute what they were trying to execute. I mean, they went in people's offices and took pictures. Apparently, they smeared feces and shit in, on some of the hallway. Like, it it was a tantrum is essentially what it was. It was just a toddler throwing a tantrum because they couldn't have what they wanted. You're still not going to have it at the end of this. You just tore your room up. Like, nothing changed. <laughs> Imagine how long it's going to take them to find all that dookie on the Capitol walls. Yep. And, like, that's the best you can do. Like, come on, man. Like, you smeared Dookie in the Capitol. It was supposed to be a peaceful protest. Man. And let me let me just say about this lady who got killed. Serving in the military does not give you a pass to be a dickhole. Okay? 
because people were like, well, she was a veteran. And she also was doing fuck shit and got killed. That's what it is. Like, she don't get, <laughs> she don't get to be uh, taken from all of this shit she was doing because she was a vet. Like, vets fuck up. It's some vets that do bullshit. Happens. As evidenced by this bitch. Sometimes you go searching for a problem and you find one. That's just the reality. Told him, told him what's gonna happen if she get in there. Like I don't know what. That's privilege, man. That's where you so white that you don't believe that you can be shot by a police officer. <laughs> they shot her ass, and I bet nobody else tried to get in that window. Shit. Then you but, have people that just the people that died from like. Then they have, like, heart attack. Like, you ain't even in good enough health to be doing this shit. Because some of the people that died, it wasn't even from getting shot and shit. It was just, <laughs> I guess they couldn't take all the excitement. There's too much hype going on around here. <laughs> just trying to live. Oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, shit, my chest. My chest just <laughs> flashed on me. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I'm going to keep going. Motherfucking <laughs> had a heart attack by the end of this shit. I Probably mean, happy. If I'm going out, I'm going out for Trump. This is not the hill I would have chose to die on. Look, and I voted for Biden. But I would, if, and I feel like if a group of people had called me and been like, hey, Red, we're going to storm the care. If Trump had won, we're going to storm the care. I'm not going to do that shit. First of all, what in the fuck are you trying to accomplish by doing it? And two, I, my black ass is going to get killed. They're going to shoot me. No, thanks. No. And that yeah. is the difference in privilege. Because <laughs> you know you shit. ain't going to die from doing it. We wouldn't do that shit no way. We no. wouldn't do that shit no way. Because we know our boundaries. Well, you know, when I saw it, what it made me think of was dogs with shot collars on. Where they have a shock collar, a shock fence. Mm-hmm. Not a shock collar, but you know, whatever the shock fence thing. Shock collars for barking. But that system where, the, where they got you go the electrical beyond, fence, yeah. yeah, it'll give them a shock. So a dog will run up to the exact line and just bark. And you don't see shit because you don't know it's an electrical fence. But the dog know. <laughs> That's how we exist in America as black people. We know exactly where that line is. And we're not going <laughs> to step over it because. We get killed for less. And they get the they don't have that line. They get to just run all up in their neighbor's yard and do what they want to because they believe the right. They got the right to. You know, but just like just like them to the government, if that little poodle looking thing roll over to the wrong neighbor yard, he gonna get punted across the goddamn street. <laughs> and it ain't shit he can do about it because at the end of the day he is a fucking little bitty animal. And these white people are just little small blips on the government system who believe that they are more and they ain't. So I think QAnon really done hijacked this group. That's the reason that they was trying to go after the kill Pence. I feel they, like plan, they had a plan to kill Pence. If I was Pence and Donald Trump, they reported that Donald Trump was happy seeing all of this shit going down. If I was Pence and knew that Trump followers and supporters was talking about killing me and he was all excited about it, bruh, 
I would have went wild. I would have went to the office and punched the shit out of that man. Probably would have killed him. I feel like if Trump get punched or fall down the steps, he going to die. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah I mean, he already that. doing that smooth criminal lean shit when he's standing straight up. <laughs> so if he fall forward down some steps or get hit, he going to fall straight forward on his face. Gonna knock all his teeth into his throat. <laughs> That'd be a bad look. It would be a bad look. Yeah, I feel yeah. like January is just the thirteenth month of twenty twenty. Like it's just been fuck shit. Like it's a continuation. <laughs> yeah. And I'm scared to see what's gonna happen on the twentieth. They already um, ain't even gonna be able to have an inauguration the way they normally have because of all of this fuckery. So, very COVID, all that shit together. Mm-hmm. Makes a fucking bullshit ass combo. All right. And then they know that the motherfuckers have on masks. I hope all of them get COVID. And you know what? Let me not. <laughs> yeah, I hope they all get COVID and get better. The opposite of where I was going. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, that it was. I don't even know. But that's my take on it. It's stupid. But not surprising. Oh. It's like a lot of shit ain't surprising until it happened. I mean, I mean, a lot of shit ain't surprising, but you don't know it ain't surprising until it happened. <laughs> like if I saw a white person pick up a chicken and lick lick his ass out here, <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, knowing the person that type of person that just did that, I mean, it ain't surprising. But I mean, I ain't have to see that shit in my lifetime, <laughs> you know. But white people do weird shit, man. They've been doing wild shit our whole existence. Damn. And that's just another moment. Except it was a group of them. Which is weird, but that's what white people do. Um, continuing on. Um, if there's an episode this week, you'll be sure to get another letter from me as well. I'm doing this thing in the new year where I try to protect my space and my peace more instead of letting things run rampant. Talk soon, Colin. Um, this is a Reddit letter. My mom texts my friends and girlfriend constantly. What? I'm 21 years old. My mom, a 61-year-old female, keeps texting my friends and girlfriends. It's always been annoying and overbearing, but it's crossed the line. She almost texts some of my friends more than I do. She has never met most of them, nor my girlfriend. I met my girlfriend around a year ago. My mom asked for her number for emergencies, but I knew what would happen. I said no, as she and I weren't dating yet and had really only been talking for three or so weeks. My mom proceeded to check my recent followers on Instagram and ask around among them to find out who she was. Once she figured it out, she began texting her. I don't want this. She has also continued to talk to some of my closer friends she has messaged. My girlfriend and I hit the nine month of dating and now my mom and my mom's texting of her had ramped up considerably. She almost takes my girlfriend more than I do. Mom is overbearing and has begun complaining to her and talking about me in little embarrassing childhood moments. I hate it. I told her to stop and she said, at least I won't be an awful mother-in-law. 
if she keeps going like this, she may not get to be a mother-in-law. She does the same thing with the friends to a lesser degree. Some are now very awkward around me as they weren't close before, but this has pushed them away. I'm terrified she'll do the same for my girlfriend. She won't stop. She even emailed my college professor to check up on my grade. I'm doing well in classes, but it wasn't her place to do so. The professor shut her down and alerted me. I recently went on a backpacking trip. My phone was without signal with one of my best friends. She took this as an opportunity to go back and Facebook message my estranged high school friends to try to arrange days for them to see me and her. I haven't talked to many of these people in years. I got back and got mad, and she said, your friends are my friends, too. She has done some stuff like this since early high school, but I wasn't in a place to stop it, nor was it as persistent and aggressive as it is now. I can't have any accounts public nor tell her who I see, but this makes her cast her net wider. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to lose my family over this, but I need freedom from and the ability to have my own life. Too long didn't read. My mom won't stop texting my girlfriend nor friends. No matter what I do, it's causing serious difficulty with my relationships. Your mom is a fucking psycho. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Jesus. I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, clearly, you can't do shit as a kid. Anything you tell your parents as a kid, they make it sound like they're doing it because they're a parent and shit. Well, he's an adult. They adult now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like they in college, so it looked like they, you know, ain't in the same boat. But they did mention being like it wasn't nothing they can do in high school because it wasn't their place, oh, place yeah. to stop it. Um, but now, um, I mean, that's just crazy. It's creepy. Um, it's very creepy. Um, says a lot about your mom. She definitely got some issues she needs to take care of. What kind of experience do you have to have in your life to do this? Like, I wonder if she had like a miscarriage before. Either that or you know how sometimes you go in the opposite direction or whatever happens. So like maybe she has some attachment issues because she had neglectful parents. And so now she's going to run head first in the opposite direction and be this overly involved, overly zealous. We going to be close Regardless of whether or not you want it or not. But this to a different degree. This ain't even her trying to be close with him. This is her trying to be close with all of his relationships. Well, she said his friends are her friends. I don't, I don't know. I don't, because what is her goal in this? It's just weird. I don't know. Because usually, like, especially when they're in high school, I've had parents that are overly involved in their kids because just because of they're helicopter parents, and so they want to know who all of the friends are so they can kind of gauge what kind of stuff their kid to be involved in and doing and all of this shit. So, like, I've seen that, but this don't even sound like that, like a helicopter parent that's con- mm-hmm. overly concerned. Like, this is just some other shit. Um, Maybe she just got an obsession, obsession with her son's social life. I mean, for some reason, maybe she didn't have a social life when she was growing up. The thing about it, the only way to really do it without having to be social herself. I am such a big believer in that family is as family does. I do not think you get a pass because you are a family member of mine. I don't feel like I should have to put up with more bullshit from you because we happen to be fucking related. 
at the point that I've had a conversation with you and told you that this shit is bothering me and you're going to continue to do it, I'm going to treat you like I would treat any other fucking person who would be doing shit against, like, against what I've asked them to do. Like, you lose that when you don't behave like a family member. Mm-hmm. So, as much as, I mean, you know, I'm sure that this would um, hurt him. Like he's gonna have to cut our ass off. Like, cause that, I mean, where, what, where, where, where's the, where's the line? Where does it end? Like when he, he's in college now, but when he get out of college, is she gonna be contacting his boss at work, his coworker? Like, where, where does it stop? <laughs> like that's so invasive. Um, so it sounds like you gonna have to cut your mom off. Yeah, sorry, mama. But you just, cause you didn't try talking to her. You didn't told her. She, her response was, "My, your friends are my friends." Okay, bitch. All right. We can play that game. You ain't gonna like it, cause you ain't gonna <laughs> win. But okay, we can do it. No, that's stupid. Jesus. This is disrespectful. Yeah, and it's creepy. Yeah. All right. We got one more letter from Colin. All right. Or is it really just a picture? And more. That's the title of it. These dudes that think Trump cares about them are probably the same ones that think strippers really like them. <laughs> like, what's his name for Players Club? Lamar? What was his name? The brother. No, not... Or Gerald? What was his name? The dude who... Uh, oh, the creepy dude that was following yeah. her and shit. I don't know why uh, I said Lamar. I think it was Gerald. Yeah, it wasn't Lamar. It was... I think Gerald. I think Gerald sound right. I ain't watched Player Club in a while. Yeah. He would follow her home and shit. Tell me I didn't spend all this money on you. But that's what you post. It's the... I'm a stripper. <laughs> we in a relationship. Or, you know, you could just buy a prostitute. <laughs> you know, Craigslist a back page at that time, and if back page existed, and just go find somebody to do some strange for a piece of change. <laughs> Don't go pay a stripper and then expect more from her than a dance. <laughs> and that don't work like that. Yeah, he was a creepy little man. She almost had to shoot his ass. Um, he, he had them. Uh, you know how in anime, when you watch an anime and they. Uh, they show the glasses reflection and it just be like a white like, run across the glasses. It's like she looked down the stairs and saw that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> that shit was so crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, the thing Trump supporters are some of the most delusional people in the world. Like, you can't reason with them. You can't try to get them to understand how insane any of this. Like, they are just illogical and unreasonable. And there's nothing you can do with it. Like, <laughs> they don't make no sense <laughs> at all. If you ask them and question them, um, they can't give you no answers because they don't know. They just blindly following it behind this Cheeto. And I just, I actually feel bad for them. Like, I hope I don't ever get to a point in my life where mentally <laughs> I just fucking lose it. 
like that. Like, <laughs> I I look at them and I'm just like, really? You serious too, huh? Okay. You never know. Never know what. We might end up with a civil war out here or some shit. We might end up breaking off into factions. You know, <laughs> black people are gonna have factions. <laughs> it's gonna be the fucking um, Umar Israelites <laughs> out here and the David Banner tribe and. You know, motherfuckers gonna be different. It's gonna they're gonna have different ideals. It's gonna be a civil war. It's gonna be clearly the coons where it's like they're gonna be over there doing suicide bombings for the white people. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be over here like, hey fellas, how are y'all doing, brothers? Oh, this is one of them niggas finna try to kill us, y'all. They get rid of him. You know, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be those of us who are are reasonable, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, we negotiate until we gotta, you know. Blow you away, right? Like, hey, look, we don't have to do this, all right? Y'all know where y'all side is. We know where our side is. Just go back to where you came from. You know, we try to negotiate, and that don't work. Like, okay, well, we got to throw this grenade in there, I guess. <laughs> You'd be surprised how extreme you get in the circumstances. And the people in those situations believe that the circumstances call for their extremism. Whether it's reality or not, which is not, you know, that's... <laughs> The t- current time is telling that story, but at some point it may be a situation where we have to be extreme. Yeah, but I, I still feel like as long as it's justified, what I'm saying is I hope I don't get to a point where I, it's, my reality is not real reality. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that episode of Rick and Morty, uh, the Cronenberg episode, <laughs> where Jerry... Basically, when the world called for Jerry to have to be Rambo, <laughs> he became Rambo. But we know how Jerry is in reality in the show. Jerry is a wimp, weak. You know, he's just like the worst kind of dude in that regard. You know, and in that episode, all these creatures started showing up. He just started chopping them down, and he became like a Rambo version of himself. You never know when you may have to become Rambo Red. <laughs> it's all I'm saying. <laughs> you have no idea when you may have to. Oh, Jesus. So, whatever. That is all of Colin's letters. Thanks, Colin, man, for keeping the show live. Yes. For responding and writing and giving your hot takes. I appreciate it. Even if Red doesn't. I what? <laughs> I didn't say you don't. I said even if you didn't. Why would you even say that though? <laughs> <laughs> that was so, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I appreciate Sometimes I just it. like rolling grenades into the room and just seeing <laughs> what they do. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um so I have I saved some Reddits that a lot of them got because we haven't been doing the show got um taken down. So I'm gonna read some of the ones that didn't get taken down. And this one I'm so glad didn't get taken down because I didn't you know I don't ever read these but I see the title and I <laughs> I'm like okay. The title of this one is Husband Secretly Cross Dressing. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> God. 
Today I found out my husband has been cross-dressing, wearing silicone boobs and lingerie, and taking pictures with sex toys to share online. We've been married for nine years and together for 15. He says he's been doing this since before we met, and this is the first time he's ever talked to me about it. Many, many years ago, I found a photo on his phone of his butt in black lingerie. When I confronted him about it, he laughed it off as a joke. Then several years later, I found another photo as I was cleaning out his deleted photos folder, but it disappeared before I can get a close look. He said it was a screenshot from porn, and I really don't care if he looks at porn. Then I found a couple of wigs in our bedroom. He said he bought them for me to role play. I am not kink shaming, but it's not my thing. Today, I found an email address on his phone that said discreet, and then the woman's name, and was able to hack into it and follow some digital breadcrumbs. He had an account with a website that does live cams, but he was one of the performers. I put two and two together and confronted him. There's been a backpack in his car trunk that I noticed a long time ago, but he hides presents and surprises for me in his trunk, so I thought that's what it was. An Amazon account and his female named email address showed that exact backpack. So I opened it up, found lingerie, women's clothes, and silicone boobs, a dildo, and condoms. He told me he's been posing for photos for these websites, but that no one sees his face. He says he makes a couple of hundred dollars a month doing this. But here's the thing. He makes really good money, like almost $200,000 a year. So it's obvious not, it's obviously not about the money. It's about gratification. And why would he need condoms for these photos or webcams? I feel like I am not getting the full story, especially because he's been keeping this for me for almost 15 years. He's a wonderful man, kind, caring, and an amazing father to our little kids. I can't just break up with him or divorce him. We have a family. Also, I'm very open-minded and pro-LGBTQ+, and I'm not the kind of person who will be morally offended by a man cross-dressing. So why couldn't he be honest with me? How do you deal with it when you find out your partner has been keeping such a big secret for so long? What the hell do I do? Too long didn't read. My husband and father of my kids has been cross-dressing and hiding it from me for 15 years. Doesn't need the money from doing it online, and now I don't know what to do. I mean... <laughs> you already answered the question. What? I mean, she answered the question. She all right with the shit. She just don't want to be lied to. Well, but so my thing, my concern would be the fact that she is all right with it and that he's still hiding it. So, like, I feel like it's a lot more to this. (laughs) I mean, clearly it's more to this, but take it for what it's worth. Let the Uh, man have his little kink. Nikki just sent us an email that said, where y'all at? Hope all is well. Hey, Nikki, we recording now, girl. We'll, you'll hit us tomorrow. <laughs> hey, Nikki, we sorry. We sorry, everybody. <laughs> we are sorry. It's on me, okay? I moved, and it threw our system off. I was real adamant when I was there about making sure the podcast gets done, and now the time difference has us all fucked up. Yeah, it's a four-hour difference. Um, we coming, though. Is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just saw that it popped up on my phone. But, um, so that would be my concern. Like, it, because, and here's the thing about, <coughs> excuse me, allyship. <coughs> I don't know why I just started sneezing. It's like, 
I don't think that that it automatically equals because you're an ally or because you are supportive of the LGBTQ plus community that you automatically going to be cool with your husband cross-dressing. Like, I don't think those two things necessarily go together. But she says she don't kink shame. She and don't. So that's more of where I would think that she would accept that versus the LGBT part. Well, I'm saying, but like for him, her, that, the fact that she's, she's, um, supportive of the community don't mean necessarily that she's going to be supportive of me, her husband doing this. So like, that don't mean that he would know that automatically and be forthcoming. But I still feel like it's some other foul shit going on. The condoms. I mean, I feel like he doing some other shit. <laughs> More than just cross-dressing, ma'am. He got all of the, he he just doing to he it's it's too much that she's found. Like he got email addresses, he got secret Amazons coming in. It's too uh, mm, <laughs> I would be Look, concerned. You know what kind of society we live in. This man been living in for a long time and this probably the first time in his life he done had a partner that was okay with the shit that he had going on, but he just don't know it because ain't no other partner he never had would have been okay with this shit. And so he's acting based off of his past experiences. He's basically making sure that he preserved this thing that he liked in his life. That but he's he not preserving it. He's not preserving it. Because every time he lies, and now she's thinking it's something worse. And I mean, it may be just that he's doing what, what she's found. But him lying about it every time she tries to have a conversation with him about it make it seem like it's something much worse. So he think he's preserving it by doing this, but he, he in fact is not. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid that she telling Reddit this stuff, but ain't telling him this stuff about how she being okay with it and stuff. Right now, all she been doing is snooping through his shit, <laughs> trying to figure out passwords, going through, asking him little questions here and there about shit that make him realize, oh shit, she getting close. I don't want to lose my wife. I don't want to lose my kids. You know, ain't no telling what he thinking just on the fact that she's snooping and finding these little things bit by bit. He just might be biding himself time. So that he don't lose his family. Wait a minute. About it, okay, 15 years. <laughs> I mean, from the beginning of when she started suspecting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like clearly once you believe you're getting away with it, you got a lot of time. But once it starts dwindling down, once somebody figure out, start figuring shit out and asking questions and investigating, now you you got to preserve it now more than ever. And that's why somebody would lie even in a situation where their partner would be okay with it. I'm trying to see uh, if she said anything in the um, comment. She did say he does seem remorseful about lying to her. He doesn't. Rec- he's not remorseful about doing it. He's just remorseful that he's been lying to her. But he's still not willing to um, come clean about the t- all of it. Yeah. So Maybe he did. I don't know, man. I that you know, I'm and this is probably a a symptom of me watching too much ID channel, but like don't lie to me because <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a journey. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, if I found all of this, I would be concerned that it was much more than what you say. And like, 
you laughing this shit off, but like, no, bro, we need to have a fucking conversation. Like, this is beyond, oh, that picture you found this time was a joke. And you got all of these excuses for shit that I keep on fucking finding. So, like, obviously, it's something else. We need to have a conversation. Like, really, we need to talk about this. Like, this is not okay. Um, you lying to me about it is not okay. Now, would I be okay with my husband cross-dressing? I don't know if I could. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I would uh, how I would deal with that, to be honest. I don't know. What if, what if, uh, what if you knew, what if this wasn't going on at all? And what if you knew that your husband could make, like, an amount of money off of it that would set y'all for life. Would you be okay with him doing it? Like gay for pay? No, not gay for pay, but just like maybe having an OnlyFans that cater to the gay population, but he ain't gay. Gay for pay. That's what gay for pay is. <laughs> that that don't sound right. What? <laughs> that sounds like somebody who is straight that would have sex with a man for pay even though they ain't gay. I mean, that sometimes it does go that far. Like, you have that do gay, because apparently you can make a lot of money doing gay porn. Uh, so, it, I mean, it doesn't have to go that far, but it can. <laughs> what I'm saying, I ain't talking about sex. It don't go that far. It go just as far as he wanted to, and you okay with I don't know. Mm-mm. <laughs> Because th- I guess the same question would be, would he be okay with me having an OnlyFans doing this shit? If, if if would he be okay if the shoe was on the other foot and I was doing OnlyFans? If he and nobody would, was, if he would, then would that make it okay for him? It'd be weird. That'd just be weird for me. It'd be weird. <laughs> like weird how? It would be weird for me that my husband is making money entertaining men because that's essentially what it is <laughs> yeah um men that are willing to do something strange for a piece of change no your husband is the one that's doing that my husband's the one doing that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's only from a different distance i know but it's still i we can make money other ways like i don't know how that's going to change my perception of him like, I know, even though I know he's doing it for the money or whatever, like, I just feel like that would still be a difficult transition for me to make. Like, okay, this is just him working. <laughs> and then over here, you know, it's us. Like, I, I don't think I would be able to do that. I, I don't think, um, I don't think so. Even if he would be okay with me doing OnlyFans, which I, I highly doubt, because usually it's a fucking double standard. And niggas ain't gonna be okay with that. You got some dudes. Safari's cool with his wife doing it, but most men are not gonna be cool with that. Even if it's cyberly and then niggas can't actually touch you, they still not gonna be okay with it. So I don't know. That's that'd be weird for me. What if he gave you five thousand dollars a month and it's not even it this don't even go into how he take it at home and whatever else his money do. But just for the sake of you being comfortable with but, him doing it, you just get a five thousand untaxed dollar check. But that you can't buy comfort. Like you can't you can buy like physical comforts, like nice houses a bit, but like 
internal my comfort can't be bought like if it wears me out it just fucking wears me out that's like asking me if somebody was gonna give me five thousand dollars a month untaxed just give me the money would i be able to handle mouth sounds no that still would drive me crazy <laughs> like it still would irk me it would still drive me insane like i still wouldn't be able to deal with it even with the money the money's not gonna buy comfort it's not gonna buy my ability to not be bothered like that's not how that be, works but you could be uncomfortable in a in a silk lined massage chair <laughs> 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 be uncomfortable on your hundred count sh- three account sheets. <laughs> I'm just saying your life can be changed for a little bit of comfort. Discomfort. But it's not a little bit of discomfort, I feel like. This is it's his day to day life. This is what he's doing on a daily. <laughs> That's like a regular occurrence. Like he going off into this room and I know <laughs> showing his asshole to the camera and shit. Like I can't. Sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to let that go. <laughs> I ain't got you. No. I got you. Um, <laughs> girlfriend mentioned ex during sex. All hell broke loose. Should I continue this relationship? <laughs> That's got hurt. Yeah. That's know. got hurt. Uh, he did an update, but I'm gonna read the update at the end. So he's 20 and the girlfriend's 21. My girlfriend of a month and a half was sleeping over at my place. We had we had had the night and day after all planned out. What? We had had the night and day after all planned out, bound to be an amazing time. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. We like having sex after waking up, and it was all going great until I asked her about trying a new position out. I described it. She said, oh, I already did that with X. <laughs> Immediately, I was bummed out, lied down next to her and said, that was the worst turnoff ever. She started apologizing, begging me to come back and asking me why I was so angry by this insignificant, harmless sentence. I reply, explaining that I'm not angry, just not in the mood anymore. She keeps apologizing, asking me why I'm mad, et cetera, et cetera. So naturally, I'm trying to calm her down, assure her that I'm not angry, but she keeps going on, and I repeat myself like 10 times. She starts crying, then gets up and starts putting her clothes on. Asking her what she's doing, she says she's going home, and I ask her why. She proceeds to turn around and start yelling how I'm angry and how I hate her, and she's leaving. Note that it was 8 in the morning. After that, I I explained to her again that I'm not angry, but if she wants to leave, she is free to do that. Then she drops onto my chest and starts crying again, begging me to stop being angry and just lie back down, and she will make it up to me. At this point, I'm ready. I'm already pissed off by how she's behaving, so I tell her to get dressed and go home to let me think, recollect, uh, etc. This is followed by more tears for about 15 minutes. Then she jumps up, says, I don't love her, and then leaves the apartment. <laughs> so dramatic she actually sat on the stairs outside my door sent a message to notify me because she's waiting for me to call her back in i explained that she should go home i'll talk when i want to and this goes on for like half an hour until she says okay i'll go home it's cold but why would you care 
Now she is spamming my phone with messages. I love you too much. I should be angry, but I can't. I'd wait a million years for you. You're everything I have. One important thing, our first date, she mentioned the same ex like 40 times, and I disregarded that red flag because I was really into her and everything about her felt wonderful. She still mentions him from time to time about all sorts of things, and I told her I don't really enjoy that. She gets very jealous and possessive whenever I talk to girlfriends, like female friends, yet she does this stuff. What's your take on this? She really does love me, but sometimes she really gets too clingy, saying I'm the love of her life and she wouldn't know what to do without me. It's starting to wear me out. Any advice is appreciated and thanks in advance. Now this shit turned to a different issue. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> I mean, that mentioning the other person's name is fucked up. But she took it to a whole nother, like, she had a whole come apart, whole meltdown. Like, he was calm, he was fine, he didn't ask her to leave. He was just like, you know what, not in the mood, let's just go to sleep. And she could not take that. Some people can't handle this shit. <laughs> but he wasn't mad. <laughs> I mean, her, like, some people can't handle that level of rejection, man. She got some kind of personality disorder apparently oh yeah or some abandonment issues or reattachment disorder or some shit which one is it um that abandon the uh abandonment or rejection drive is it borderline i don't think it's not borderline wait i think it's borderline one um, of them, any kind of, even if it's perceived rejection or abandonment, they like lose their shit. That's what she sound like. Cause this was definitely a perceived, like he said, I'm not angry. He didn't ask her to leave or none of that shit. Like he was just like, okay, this is weird. Now I'm just going to go to sleep. And she could not take that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this probably ain't if she if she is somebody that like any perceived rejection turns her into a, a lunatic, this ain't the first time that this has happened. It can't be. If that, depending on how long they've been together, I'm sure there's been other times where <laughs> she's had a come apart. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, this don't sound healthy. Um and personality disorders don't have cures. <laughs> you can't that's, nope. <laughs> that's who she is. That's uh you're just going to have to cater to her. Or not be with her. <laughs> or not be with her. Uh, uh, communicate to her that, you know, I don't want to hear nothing about this person. All right? Beginning the first date, you let her talk about that person all them times and then just let her get away with it. And now, why would she think it's a problem? Wait, they've only been dating for six weeks. Is that it? <laughs> oh, my God. Definitely Leave her. Leave her fuck alone, man. <laughs> Your ass about got a goddamn attachment disorder, hell. Getting together with somebody after six weeks, then goddamn. Yeah. That was, damn. Six weeks ain't a long time. No. Yeah, I didn't realize my girlfriend of a month and a half. Yeah, it's been six weeks. <laughs> Oh, young motherfucker, huh? God damn. So, the update. Um, broke up. 
in the end, she asked, she said she will always love me and wait for me. <laughs> I'm so done with that. Thanks for all the insight. <laughs> you gonna have a fatal attraction on your hands. I'm glad you got out. That was gonna be bad. She was gonna be one of them. It was gonna be a hard to get rid. Like as time goes on, you the love of my life. After six weeks, I'll wait for you. After six weeks, girl. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. It's too much. And most of the comments uh, were get out. Somebody said, I, I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of there. <laughs> that shit wild, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, after six, everybody run. Run, Jesus fucking Christ. Please don't continue this relationship. She sounds emotionally immature and unstable. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, it's been a month and a half. Like, that's too much for a month and a half. Um, yeah, I'm glad he got out because that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna go well. <laughs> As time went on, she was just gonna get more and more attention. It was gonna be uh it's gonna be ugly. Might have get got violence. You might you might have mm-hmm. ended up on ID channel, sir. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, am I the asshole? I, this. <laughs> am I the asshole for refusing to give my ex her mother's ashes? What? <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what. He came here to flex on how much of an asshole he been with this shit. Cause in a way, he believed maybe this is maybe there's something that justifies him doing this. I, yeah, I can't it, conceptualize what it could be. It has a not the asshole tag. That's what made me save it. Cause I'm like, how? What possibly could? <laughs> maybe she I, dropped shit all the time, and she got dementia <laughs> and. And it's in his best interest to keep it because otherwise she gonna fuck around and knock it over and have to vacuum that shit up. Only thing that makes sense. Okay, so he says, so I get the title sounds like an immediate yes. <laughs> but here be <laughs> out. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in is this New South Wales? NSW. That would be New South Wales. I think he's British. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met a girl we'll call Emily in primary school. We instantly became friends and because of a rough home life, I was at her house constantly and her family became like a second family to me. I was there when her dad died and when her little sister Carol was born, I wasn't in the room, laugh out loud. I got on especially well with her mother Greta since I never really had one. Towards the end of high school, me and Emily started dating and decided to get married when we were both 20. However, we soon found out that we wanted different things in life. Emily wanted to go out from our small town and make a name for herself, whereas I just wanted to live here, work, and have a simple life. We eventually decided to get divorced and Emily moved away. I stayed friends with Greta and visited often since she lived alone and we had a weekly family game night. However, Emily became more and more harder to contact and didn't visit nearly as much as she said she was going to. Greta eventually got breast cancer and went through two rounds of chemo before dying from it. This went on for a year and a half and Emily visited three times. She lived three hours away, but still. 
When she died, I immediately tried calling her, and like usual, she ignored the call, even answered once or twice just to hang up. Her sister had to break the news, and even then, she wouldn't answer until the seventh call, which she answered by screaming, What? Mm. I also want to point out, because I feel it's important, that there are no COVID travel restrictions at this time. Nothing was stopping her from coming. So we flew her down for the funeral, and we all went to the ceremony. It was so hard for me, and I spent the whole time holding Carol as she was hysterical. I gave a eulogy, and so did Carol, but had to stop halfway through it. And so did Carol, but had to stop we had through, halfway through it because it was too much. We then went to hear the will get read. Greta left the girls the home and its contents, which Emily agreed to just give to Carol. And I was surprised because Greta bought a used school bus off her uncle in Broken Hill and left it to me in the will, as I always talked about converting one into an RV. He had even driven it down for me, and it was at my house right now. Then came the big surprise. I was left Greta's ashes. Emily freaked out and said that it should go to her since I wasn't even part of the family. I disagreed as I had been around way more than her and had helped Greta through her recovery as well as everything else. Carol took my side and Emily stormed out. Me and Carol decided to spread her ashes in the river, which was her favorite place in town, and she walked along it with her dog. We told Emily, but she just went back to her house and refused to be a part of it. We decided to wait for her and told her that she has a year to change her mind and we were just going to spread them after that. I'm pretty confident that I've done the right thing, but I have a bad feeling in my good about it at a, um about it all. Am I the asshole? Okay. This is a special circumstance. I don't know, man. I don't, still don't think it's a special circumstance. She left him the ashes. It's not he didn't steal the ashes. The woman left him her ashes. The sister's okay with it. He's not trying to keep the ashes. He's going to spread the ashes around in a place where she loved. The other sister's okay with it. Emily just being a bitch. Emily ain't even been around. Emily just feel entitled. <laughs> Emily needs to sit her fucking ass down somewhere. <laughs> I guess. And Emily is his wife? Ex-wife. Ex-wife. I don't know. I don't think I get in somebody else's family shit, even if they left it to me. Like, even if you were close to that person, though, because he was with her going to chemo and stuff, and he had family game nights, and he sounded like Greta was like his mom. He said he didn't have a relationship with his mom, and Greta was like his surrogate mother. So, I mean, he continued a relationship with her after the marriage was over. I don't know. I don't think he's an asshole for this. And they not I don't even... think he's an asshole. He honoring the dead person wishes, but... And he trying to include her because they said they're going to hold off spreading the ashes for a year to give Emily time to stop being an asshole. So, I mean, he's doing everything he can other outside of just giving the ashes to Emily, which I don't think he should do. And it don't sound like shit, the other sister ain't going to give it. The other sister fine with all of this. I'm just not sentimental enough to be concerned with it. I wouldn't. I'd be like, man, I don't really care. <laughs> it just feel odd to me to be like, yeah, my mama in that thing on the counter. I have Kingston's ashes on my mantle right now. <laughs> shit weird. That shit weird. I don't want no damn ashes in my house that belong to another human. I've been to knock that shit over. Which well, means I have to get a container that don't open when you knock it over. Number yeah, one. Kingston is in like a bo- one of those little, it's a box that you have to slide to open it. So like if it drops, he's not going to come out. And he's in a bag in the box, but yeah. 
him and the remainders of the other animals that was in there. Whatever, okay. <laughs> little Chihuahua, little poodle in there. Mixing Kingston's ashes. Whatever. He's in there with them. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, that's still weird. I don't want no ashes. I don't want nobody cremated. I put that shit in storage somewhere. <laughs> put it in the corner of the garage. Jesus. Where your daddy's ashes? <laughs> in the garage somewhere. What? You don't have it displayed in your home? No, that shit. Throw off the feng shui, goddamn. <laughs> well, but they're going to spread. And that's what you usually do. I'm not spreading Kingston's ashes because I don't have a permanent place to spread them at. Uh, but they're going to. He, They ain't just going to keep the ashes in the house. Their goal is to spread it into a river that she used to walk by in life. So he not even going to keep the ashes. They're going to be spread. Emily just being a bitch. Emily just being a bitch. Like, they couldn't even get in touch with you to let you know that your mama had died because you didn't want to answer the phone. Like, But now, see, and the reason I feel so strongly about this is I have a brother that does not talk to my mom. And I have already said, I've let my family know that when she dies, if he come to the funeral trying to act like he gave a fuck, I'm going to show my natural black ass. I am going to be so disrespectful. Oh, Jesus. Like, I really hope he don't do this because it's going to get fucking ugly. Because don't come in here trying to act like you give a shit now. You want to be the morning sun and shit. You can sit your ass down somewhere because when she was here, you weren't even fucking talking to her. So get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't stand that shit. Like, don't try to be care now it's too late emily what was you when she was going through her cancer and her chemo treatments and shit bitch like now you want to come up in here and tell people what the fuck they gonna do like girl if you don't sit down no (laughs) i'm gonna show my whole ass so i'm just letting y'all know now (laughs) i will be on the news because i'm gonna whoop his fucking ass like it's gonna be ugly don't come in here pretending we not gonna do that we're going to call the spade a spade, okay? You ain't fucking with her when she was alive, so sit the fuck down now. Now mm-hmm. I'm hot you all on me. So what? <laughs> hot ashes, nigga. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I And I already told my mom, because my mom, my mom is one of these, like, kumbaya people, and she's like, he's still your brother. And I listen, when you ain't here... Now, what's the threshold of parents saying that? Like, if your brother stabbed you three times, you survive. Can they still say, but that's your brother? What's the threshold upon which you're supposed to accept the bullshit? I feel like she would do that. I feel like if he stabbed me, like, eventually she would be like, yeah, I know he stabbed you, but you you made it. Jesus spared your life. (laughs) You need to forgive him and move on because he's still your brother. I feel like she would. I really do. she would, even if he stabbed me. So when she's not here to be that buffer, I'm going to fucking let his ass have it. All these years of shit that I've been wanting to say that I've bitten my tongue out of respect for her, I'm going to be disrespectful to the motherfucker. Oh, the disrespect that's going to happen. <laughs> he's mm. going to hate me. He's going to want. He gonna have to fight me. He's going to have to fight me. The shit I'm going to say, he's going to have to. He ain't going to have no choice. <laughs> I'm going to make him fight me. And then I'm going to whoop his fucking ass. So, Damn. I don't like that shit. Like, 
don't not be there and then when the person died you want to my aunt did the same shit when my grandma died she was spending my my grandma didn't have we didn't have the money to bury my grandma because of some fuck shit my aunt was doing then you want to come in and be the one to give all of the um the parameters for the funeral and shit bitch you ain't even helping us pay for this and the reason we having to pay for it out of pocket is because of some fuck shit you did but then you want to come in here and tell us what the fuck to do i can't stand that shit (laughs) That shit irks my soul. No. So fuck Emily. No, he ain't an asshole. This is what her mama wanted. Like, you wasn't there. That's just what it is. And they still trying to include you. And she still left you the fucking house. She left you some shit. Because had it been me and my petty ass, I would have had you to come to the wheel reading just so that you could find out I didn't leave you a goddamn I had you believe you was finna come up tough. And then you show up and I and and I have a video where I look at the in the camera right into your soul and tell you you don't get a goddamn thing, bitch. <laughs> Damn. Fuck out of here. You really came thinking you was finna get some shit and you ain't even seen me in four years, bitch. Bye. Leave. <laughs> So I can tell everybody else what they getting because you ain't getting shit. <laughs> okay. We'll see where you are with that, Red. <laughs> so fuck Emily. I don't think he don't ass over that. Whatever. She should have been there. Can't stand that shit, bro. <laughs> Tries to be crazy. Mm. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> If nothing. you have a question or a uh, ready to post, and I got like sleepy. Us. Okay. Well, if you have a question or a ready to post, you would like for us to read on the show, send it to our Gmail account, conversationconartists at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook or find us on our social media, which I'm on, even though it don't look like it because I don't be posting. I be on there. I just don't be posting. <laughs> yeah. I got to get better about that. Man, man, wearing any mask and shit. Like I used to do my makeup and my hair and shit. I don't even wear makeup to work no more because my face gonna be fucking covered the whole day with a mask. It's pointless. <laughs> and then you sitting up there with a mask on top of makeup and wearing the mask the next day, and you gonna have your face break out and stuff. It's just too many. It's too many moving parts now. <laughs> yeah. Do my face and stuff no more because it's pointless. The beauty of telehealth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we kind of last, um, until well, I forgot what I say. Until we kind uh, of <laughs> next conversation. We out. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>